whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 13, episodes 29 and 30, Sparks Will Fly. And Kelsey, will you please read the Degrassi wiki summary? Sure. Okay. Miles' top priority is setting the score with Zig as they fight for Maya's affection. The dream role that Zoe finally lands hits too close to home after her assault. Claire is in a pickle as she searches for a date to Wild Wild West night. Is it Drew or Eli? I don't care. (laughs) Part two. Miles and Zig continue to fight for Maya's affection. Zoe isn't sure if she wants to play the victim in a new movie. Claire goes to the Wild West dance with Drew, but Eli finally figure out why they broke up, question mark. Oh, but will. Okay, that makes more sense. But will Eli finally figure out why they broke up? Final appearance of Mizzo. God, this episode was a lot fucking train wreck all right (laughs) um all right well the episode is called sparks will fly which is based on a 1994 song by the rolling stones i've never heard this song um but i guess sparks really do fly on this episode zig and miles are fighting over maya eli and claire and drew are caught in a love triangle it's so many sparks <laughs> so many sparks also i'm embarrassed to say that i thought it was a reference to a taylor swift song I, so did i okay at least i wasn't <laughs> alone in that uh yeah i initially googled it and it gave me like a j cole song or something i'm like that can't be right no and then the wiki says rolling stones but I feel like isn't Sparks for Fly is definitely a Taylor Swift thing, right? Yeah, it is. Like, maybe it's like an album. But no, it's a song. It's an actual song. Yeah. Well, oh no, it's just called Sparks Fly. Oh, that's it. So, Got it. Almost a Taylor Swift song, but not quite. Honestly, kind of proud of myself that I didn't remember the full name of the song. I mean, yeah, same. I mean, we both thought the same exact thing. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. Getting into it. Maya has a present from Miles, I guess. But then Zig walks in wearing a 10-gallon hat, which Maya calls very Tim McGraw. Do we want to continue to do fashion notes? Yeah, let's do fashion, because it is very Tim McGraw. Um, I love Tristan's... Uh, actually, no, don't love... Don't love Tristan's Team, team Miles, Miles shirt. shirt. <laughs> yeah, I just... Because I don't write how I feel about the things. I just try to remember how I felt about them in the moment. Um, I hate Mizzo as a blonde. Oh, I like barely registered that. Um, Claire and Allie dressed like saloon girls for this wild, wild west dance. They did. Um, Drew is wearing this yellow sweater that makes him look like Arthur. (laughs) At the dance, he's also, he's dressed like an old prospector, like sheriff man. It's, it's, uh, I, I guess they're all sticking to the theme, but I feel like nobody's like consistent my Eli note is he's so sad and beautiful he is sad and beautiful um I like Tristan's the best way I could describe it is an athletic jacket it's like one of those like it's like a jacket like kind of windbreakery and it has like the stripes you know Mm. I don't know it looks good I'm into it 
Um, Dallas is suspenders. <laughs> That's my full note. <laughs> Zig looks like someone ripped the sleeves off of all of his shirts. Probably did. Um, that's all I got. Yeah. Zig shows a lot of arm. So much arm. I mean, they're nice arms. But I'm not like, like, I'm not mad, but <laughs> he really like, he looks like he just got like furious and ripped the sleeves off of his own shirts. Um, at one point, yeah, like Zoe is wearing this matching crop top and skirt set that I'm all about. Um, for Wild West Night, Maya yeah. is wearing a fringe vest that I oh, hate. Yeah, I think I wrote that down too. She, I hate it so she hard. She always finds a way to work a vest into everything. I'm, I just she's stop. the new Jenna. She is the new Jenna <laughs> in terms of vests. Just, just, <laughs> just strictly in terms of vests, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, I don't know if you. I mean, yeah, Claire's entire outfit, but also the lace gloves like reminded oh. me of like Imogen dressing like that on purpose. Um. <laughs> Miles is I'm I'm kind of into Miles's flower shirt for the Wild West night. I don't remember it. It's like like I like certain like kind of westerny cowboy kind of outfits and one of them is like men's button-up shirts with like flower details. Yeah. I'm you know. Mad at it. Um did anyone wear a bolo tie cuz if not missed opportunity. No, and you mentioned the suspenders on Dallas cuz <laughs> yes. Of course. And uh, I just wrote Winston's cowboy outfit. I don't remember what it entailed, (laughs) but but I wrote it down. So it was somewhat notable, I guess. It was notable, but not enough for me to write down details. It was also towards the end of the episode. (laughs) Oh, no. Tristan wears a bolo tie. Oh, he does. Yeah. Tristan wears a bolo tie. That is my final fashion note. (laughs) Great. I lose steam towards the end with these, and I'm like, no description. So do I. Um, All right. But yeah, we're at home with Maya and Zig, and she has like some gift from Miles. And Zig's like, eh, I thought you guys broke up or something. I don't really remember. But also, she falls. Also, she's like hiding it behind her back, and Zig goes, Look over there. And she's like, Where? I'm like, What? The, are, are you an the idiot? You're going to buck. Oh my God. Um, but it's a harmonica, I guess. Yeah. Because it's on theme. I don't know. I don't know. I'm also confused about like the music situation with the wild west dance too but confusing we'll get there everything Um, about this is confusing to me and then literally i i'm i think we're like with leadership and they're talking about the wild west night and as i'm writing also what the fuck is a wild west night no high and then i was about to write no high schooler like wants to go to a wild west night and then dallas says basically the same thing like no teen what teen likes square dancing agreed because i'm having pe flashbacks to the two like dancing units that i had where we had to learn how to square dance and pe in middle school we had to do that in middle like, school the most too awkward time in your life and also you have to like hold arms with a <laughs> probably gross boy and like do-si-do and like yeah i'm i'm very confused but also i don't understand how we both have because for you you're like I'm near from, Folsom I'm from kind of you like make sense where you would learn how to well, square that's what I'm saying dance. that's what I'm saying yours makes sense to me it wouldn't have made sense if I hadn't been to your hometown with you and <laughs> seen Folsom now I get it mine makes no fucking sense at all I don't maybe it's just like a national like PE public school thing i don't, I don't know. know did anybody else have dancing units in middle school slash high school where you had to learn how to square dance did you also have to learn how to line dance i don't remember we had to do that too like line dancing would make more sense at this wild west night because i feel like there is like a weird maybe it's maybe this is my bias of where i am from but i know there is like a weird niche of people who like 
like to go line dancing and there are like line dancing bars it also might just be more of a southern thing or maybe this is also my impression from watching the hannah montana movie but i feel like there are people who like know how to line dance and there are spaces to do that in the real world square dancing sounds like something that only happens at like community center sponsored events i have no <laughs> opinion on this whatsoever which i know is rare for me so, but i don't know I trust your but judgment. But also, what teen likes square dancing? Actually, I know this guy that I went to high school with, he went to college in Colorado. And I remember he came back and went to like uh, some sort of, like it was a New Year's party or something. And he taught me how to square dance. Or maybe it was line <laughs> dancing. I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember that we did some sort of dancing situation. But it was like very complicated line and or square dancing. I think it was square dancing because it was like with a partner and I flipped over his back and it was a whole thing. It was like that's probably more square dancing. It was definitely square dancing. So there are definitely people who do square dancing. Yeah, but I feel like not enough to warrant an entire dance about it at a high school. Also, they're in like an urban area. Also, like if you're going to have a dance, there's only one reason why teens want to have a dance and it's so they can like mash up against each other and that is yeah. not what square dancing is about yeah i don't know anyway i'm with you dallas what teen likes square dancing unclear um and then we find out that eli is supposed to come back for this and drew is like weird and jealous about it and claire's like well eli just made a western at film school because of course he did so he's like providing their costumes or something or Which, outfits sure also begs the question since he didn't show up until after she got ready where did she get her costume no idea um i guess she had a plan b <laughs> um, I feel like when you date eli you need a plan b yeah and then where was zoe who was in a very intense audition and that's all i really wrote down for this scene but she's like a hostage yeah i just wrote zoe auditioning and then she's like try hard afterwards but Super i don't know if hard. that happens at this point or not i think i think that is what happens i think it's all the same thing she yeah. like she's too try hard at the end and she kind of blows it and whatever um but then we're with maya who's trying to break into miles locker and return this gift and then tristan is like what are you doing are you back together like i don't understand why tristan ships them so hard me neither um but maya's all conflicted about zig because, like, she still likes Miles, but she knows that Zig likes her. And she doesn't want to, like, date Miles again and make Zig mad So because she's afraid he's going to, like, run away or something. Yeah, she's basically feeling, like, responsible for Zig's feelings yeah. and well-being, which, like, I understand. But also, it isn't fair to Maya. But also, I would rather her date Zig than Miles. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, eh, whatever keeps you away from Miles at this point, I'm fine with. Pretty much, which is not cool of us, but no. also, fuck Miles. But also warranted after shit that happens in this episode i guess maybe i don't know we i mean we're gonna I talk about like it because i feel like everyone's at fault everyone's shitty and miles is the only one like with consequences with consequences because like yeah. zig was equally shitty but maya is just too worried about him yeah that she's that he gets away with it yeah um but whatever Oh, and this is when Tristan, like, debuts his Team Miles shirt. And then we're in, like, music class, and Miles is playing a fucking banjo. 
and they're like performing some song. Is he playing with Zig? I don't even remember. But he's, he's like playing, playing a banjo yeah. and singing. And I th- but I think he's playing with Zig, which is like a weird choice. But... No idea. Um, but then, oh yeah, and then like music class is over and Maya is like, oh, don't wait for me, Zig. Bye. And then she's like telling Miles that she still likes him, but he scares her. Which is a really good reason to not date someone. Yeah. And then... Because it's not like I'm scared because I care about you. It's like, no, I'm scared because you're scary. Yeah. Which, like, don't date that guy then. But then he's like, no, take me back, take me back. And she's like, okay, I'll take you back if you can keep it a secret from Zig. And it's like, okay, I guess. This is going to work out great for everybody. Yeah. And then we're in history class. And we find out that Zoe apparently has a photographic memory. Did we know that already? I don't know. I don't remember. It's very Lexi Gray. It is very Lexi Gray. Oh, I miss Lexi. I I've been kind of rewatching it. Oh yeah. Um, oh, Lexi. She but was then, great. but then, so we find out. But we find out that she is not doing well in history because she's distracted. Mm-hmm. And Mister Perina holds her back after class, and then, and he's like, "It's funny you." Only got a 50% on the test, but that 50% is 100% correct. And it's because she has a photographic memory. And then he says that she has to join the quiz team to improve her grade. Um, and then... And, and Tristan... All right. So this whole thing with this, like, with Zoe and the quiz team, Tristan is going through the whole thing being like, this is social suicide. This is Don't social suicide. It, yeah. And I'm just getting like... Very mean girls. It's so mean girls. It's so... That's what I was going to say. I was like, it's, it's statements from mean girls. Like, that's what's happening. But the difference is that Zoe literally has to do this so she doesn't fail. And originally, Lindsay Lohan didn't have to do it. Eventually, she had she to do it, though. She eventually does have to do it, yeah. though. But at that point, social suicide was already, had already happened. That was a true fact. Um, But then we're with Claire and... Drew when they're like carrying shit and they're talking about Eli and I don't know. Then Eli calls and bails on Claire and she's pissed off. And that's basically what happens. Which, you know, it, it's valid that she's pissed off. I have like so much about how Claire has unrealistic expectations. Oh my gosh, so much. I haven't seen you in weeks. He lives in hours New away. York City. He lives approximately an eight-hour drive away. I know because we've made that drive before. Twice. Yep. Both ways. Both tumultuous in, in some way. In the least comfortable <laughs> rental car oh I've God, ever been in in my whole it was life. so tiny and horrible. A fucking nightmare. <laughs> oh, my God. A very fun trip. Like, But a- the literal to and from was horrible. <laughs> nightmare. Uh that was a whole thing. Anyway, um, yeah, but I guess we'll get to that maybe, or I guess we'll talk about it now. It's unrealistic and crazy, and I mean, it's just, yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. He's not treating her well. I'm not team Eli in this situation, but I'm, I'm not also not, anybody. I'm not team Claire. I'm team, I'm team break up when yeah. your boyfriend, like, if you're going to go away to college and, like, long distance isn't working like you want it to just call it off you guys have known each other as babies and like you're gonna go be grown up somewhere else also I don't understand why he's the one hanging on to this like I feel like Claire would be the one hanging on to it in any other sort of couple situation like 
the person that's left back at home would be the one being like, but wait. And then the person like off at school would be like, mm, I don't know. Like it would be like a Bianca situation with anyone else. Yeah. And so Eli is Eli, already the one who like cheated on her. Yeah. And like that's a, that's the point where they And he still hangs out it. with the girl that he cheated yeah, on her with. It's super weird. Like cl- like Eli clearly is like doing the literal bare minimum on his part because he's still hanging out with that girl that he cheated on Claire. He cheated on Claire. He still hangs out with that girl. He's not very responsive and it takes like two people to make the communication aspect work. But Claire is also, like, she's been, like, lusting after Drew this whole time. And the thing, which is a sign that is not working out with Eli. Exactly. They both just need to cut their losses and walk away. And then be like, maybe we'll revisit this when we're older and we, like, aren't separated by so much distance anymore. Like, yeah. uh, The reason, I mean, long distance basically never works. And the only way that long distance does work is if you guys have like regular frequent communication. Is if you're both on the same page about how your relationship works long distance. Like, yeah. I know some people make it work, but you both have to be really in it to make it work. Yeah. And like as much as I'm like, yeah, it's not great the like Drew situation with Claire, but I like I get it because of Eli's lack of communication. Yeah, definitely. And like and like I had a therapist once tell me like because I was in not the same, but like a similar situation in college. And it was like, well, yeah, if the other person isn't going to communicate with you and isn't going to be around, like your brain is having trouble processing the fact that you're in a relationship. So it makes you feel like you are open to opportunities, which is why you get like these impulses, which like I'm sharing too much about my life in college, (laughs) but like, you know, it's it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. Like I get both- I get it, Claire, but also like have more realistic expectations. But also like you dummy should have broken up months so ago. Much like and I get that it was probably complicated because she had cancer five seconds ago. Which I literally forget thing. about all the time. And like I get that was probably just another excuse to hold on to it. And they also had their whole epic like prom night. But all of that just, like, quickly faded away. <laughs> yeah. They should have turkey dropped, honestly. Truly. Well, I mean, they did, but they should have made it stick. Yes. But um, Eli, like, insisted, which is what is the least believable thing to me. Yeah, I don't understand. Um. Anyway. Then we're with the quiz team, and Allie is being sassy to Zoe because she's the captain. And I don't know. And she has a Zoe answers a question about Hermes, the god, but she says Hermes, like the handbag. <laughs> um, and Tristan is still too concerned about like the quiz team reputation situation. And he says, People judge, people like me. <laughs> and then Zoe's like telling him how she's worried about how she blew the audition. And then Tristan says, You should tell them about your situation and play the victim card. And I'm like, He's like, you should get something out of it. I'm like, this feels very unhealthy. I <laughs> and I did not like this nope. part at all. No, nope. can we put Zoe in some therapy instead? Yes. Like the director suggested. <laughs> yeah, the director's an asshole, but maybe let's listen to him on this one point. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, but then we're with 
Maya and Miles, and they're like making out in the hallway. And, and Winston is their lookout. <laughs> Which poor Winston. <laughs> I know. Ultimate third wheel forever. Oh, God. And then. Let's find Winston a girlfriend. Who can Winston date? Oh, I don't know. Who could Winston date? I can't think. Becky Baker? Is that too she, I think weird? she's too old for him. Mm. Really? I don't know. She just seems more mature than he does. <laughs> I mean, most people I don't, do. I don't. I think he. I think That's he's true. like. I think he's one of those like rare like upperclassmen that really should be dating like a sophomore. Yeah. Because he's so immature. What grade are they in? They're only sophomores, aren't they? Oh yeah, but they what? But just, Becky is Becky, like. Becky, I think might be a senior now that I think about it. Yeah. So once. Who else Frankie? is a sophomore? No, he can't date Miles' sister. That's true. I, for, I always forget that that's who she is. I know. <laughs> I'm like, Zoe's got a bitchy friend? Zoe? Zoe would eat him alive. She really also, would. Also, weird history with the party. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know if there's anybody. Do we know anyone else in the like lower <laughs> grades? <laughs> I don't think so. I'm still not convinced that new- Winston is fully straight. That's true. We need new people to come in and then maybe we'll find somebody for Winston. I wish that we could have new characters come in and we could just like pick ourselves who we get rid of <laughs> instead of just people graduating. We could be like, I'll get rid of you and I'll get rid of you. <laughs> yeah, honestly, that'd be nice. Anywho, um, Winston is keeping lookout and Zig is like walking down the hallway and he's like, first he starts trying to speak in code and they don't know what he's talking about. And he's like, Zig's coming. And then he like plops down between the two of them. And then (laughs) Winston very convincingly is like, for the last time, stop with the bickering. (laughs) Like between the two of them. They're just so obvious, (laughs) all of them. And Zig is like. Doesn't totally pick up on it, though. No, he's he's a bit of a dummy. Then he wants, because he's like, Mike, can we talk in private? And then he apologizes for, like, being an asshole that morning, I guess. I don't really remember. And he also... He invites her to the dance, and he wants her to wait for him, and he gives her his, like, leather stud bracelet, which, if that was me in high school, (laughs) I would have, like, truly melted through the floor. Yeah, and it's Give me that leather stud bracelet. But it's so bittersweet, because Maya's like, oh, I don't know if I'm into this, but, like, I can't say that I'm not into this, because I'm an asshole. But, like, bitch, you can say it. Just say it. Just be like, I'm sorry. We're friends. I don't feel that way about you, because I'm a dummy. Also, we live together. We shouldn't do this anyway. Yeah. Oh, my. And Miles is, like, creepily watching. Like, <laughs> you can see him in the background. <laughs> Which, like, I know well, it's... you be, too, if, like, your boyfriend went up and talked to some girl, and she's like, wait for me. <laughs> <laughs> I would. Except I would be way creepier than Miles. <laughs> Have you met me? <laughs> <laughs> you would be like hexing her yeah 100 <laughs> percent. um but then we're with claire and she wants to break up with eli because things are not the same i think she's talking to Allie, and then and she's saying how like things haven't been the same since he cheated on me with fucking Lenore, which is fair. But then all of a sudden, a rat is in her house. And which how? 
and she's like, help me get rid of it. And I was like, nothing's fine. And I'm like, well, that means she's obviously going to call Drew. Yep. And Claire goes, if Eli were here, and Ellie goes, he'd make a documentary about it, which <laughs> is also fair. He is not going to save you. Yeah. Um, and then, but then there was Zoe who got a screen test for this role because she used her thing and the director is like telling her to tap into her trauma to like emote in the role and I hate it all I really it's hate all very it uncomfortable I'm not involved I've never like been involved in the acting world at all am I like naive for thinking that this director is just like very bad and inexperienced I feel like this is definitely something that happens I feel Probably. like I mean like in the whole history of Hollywood there have definitely been direct asshole directors who either like manipulate or people into like getting the reactions that they want oh well hitchcock used to do it all the yeah, time yeah exactly that's like mostly what i'm thinking of like hitchcock was like using real live birds and the birds yeah for doing this kind of stuff so i'm like that him the action of him doing that did not shock me as a thing that a director does but it just made me angry that it was happening regardless i was very mad and then it backfires because she has flashbacks and, and headbutts the guy the actor she's working with which is when i applauded because i was like yeah fuck it <laughs> i mean he didn't deserve that but yeah. also like i don't know man and she's let like, it Sorry, out let got you into it and which like honestly so fucking like, the director somebody, should be blaming himself yeah. for that and then someone in the background is like it's just method it's method man yeah <laughs> something like that but it's like this should not have happened no if a girl came to you and gave like told you this information, you shouldn't be like, I can use it. You should be like, I'm so sorry that that happened to you, but I don't think this is a good role for you because of how close to home it hits. You should maybe, I recommend going to therapy. Even that's probably overstepping, yes. but that's what I wanted yes. to happen. I do too. Although, to be fair, and I am the last person to be victim blamey, but... She did come to, and it was Tristan's idea and Tristan's push. I don't think she would have done this on her own. But she did go to this director with this information saying, this is why I should be cast. You should use this. But Don't get me wrong. This director's a fucking dick, and I want to punch him in his smarmy little face. But she did go to him with the intention of being like, this is why I'm an asset. You should use this horrible, traumatic information about me. But I still think that is a huge red flag to be like, oh, I don't know about that. Oh, no, he's a monster. Don't (laughs) get me wrong. Like, he should have been like, hell no. But it's all icky. All of it's bad. Um, And then we're with Claire and Drew because obviously she called Drew and they're like running around and with the rat and and then they like just like push it outside the door i'm like that is not a permanent solution nope he's gonna come back back inside he will come back i'm sorry the best way to get rid of a rat is to kill the rat you gotta kill the rat it's not humane but i'm sorry like but that's how you do it you kill the rat unless you want to keep having rats you gotta kill the rat yep also (laughs) i have you guys people who live in new york city i was gonna say (laughs) i have no sympathy for rats i don't give a shit Uh, nope, 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 nope. Or mice, I'm sorry. Shoot them in the fucking face. They're slightly cuter, but they're still vermin and disgusting and poop all over your apartment. Yep, correct. 
and they can just squeeze into tiny little crevices. Teeny tiny spaces. Why you gotta kill them because they'll just squeeze away and then come back. Mm-hmm. And burn friends. That's our anti-PETA statement of this episode. <laughs> PETA, come at me. Kill all the rats. <laughs> I'm I'm super. I'm well. I ha- I have many opinions about how PETA is garbage, hypocritical <laughs> bullshit, but. That's another story for that another day. It has probably been instilled in me since a, I was a child and was exposed to the Nutcracker anyway. That is fair, <laughs> honestly. It definitely got worse once I moved here. Oh, 100%. Um, but anyway, then, I don't know. Then Drew gets mad after the rat situation is like, you deserve a guy who makes you feel good, a guy who shows up, blah, blah, blah. I guess her mom's out of town, and that's why this rat thing had to happen with Drew. And he's like, "Uh, let me stay with you tonight. You're going to be all alone. And she's like, no, you need to leave. That's not a good idea. Before I, like, while I'm still with Eli, that's not a good idea. And then I think she finally comes to the conclusion that she needs to break up with Eli, like, for real, for real. Which, good. Like, fucking Yes. And then we're back with Zoe, who's talking to the director, and basically her whole thing is like, "I need this win," which yeah. she kind of she needs a win, but maybe not not this, this way. one. <laughs> this is going to be very harmful. Yeah. Um, but then, but then we're with fucking Claire, who decides to break up with Eli on his voicemail, which is not a good idea. But no. she does it, and that's it. And I'm like, why do I have a feeling he's going to show up? tomorrow because who breaks up with someone over a voicemail you can't text message breakup or voicemail breakup um but i thought he was gonna show up without having listened to the voicemail like i thought he was like already on the plane and he was gonna show up not having seen it and then he was gonna catch drew and claire like in the act but that's not totally what happened but it's he does still show up and catch them in the act but he knows that she broke up with him on their voicemail. Um, but then, but then Zoe gets the role, and then she ditches her quit. Just she like finds out she gets this role and ditches the quiz team. It's like, bye, bitch. I'm in a movie. Won't yeah, her, she puts on her sunglasses very dramatically, <laughs> and like, I mean, the girl who plays always a good actress. Yeah, she like puts on a whole new persona. And then we're back in music class and Maya singing something now. And it's a song about a triangle, which is very heavy handed. Yep. And it's literally a love triangle song. Then I don't remember what happens, but Maya talks to Zig and I'm like, Ugh, stop leading him on Maya. You know, I feel and bad. And then Miles is like, I can't do this anymore. Like, I can't handle that. He's one. But it's like, but I think that Miles does have a right to be angry with Maya because she's doing a shitty thing. She yeah. is leading Zig on. And that's not fair to Zig or to Miles in True. this situation. All of these people are too immature for the situation. Yes. Which is why this situation is happening. <laughs> if any of these people True. were slightly more mature, the situation would not be happening. Um, but that's the end of part one. And then part two. Love triangles do not happen to people who are like in touch with their feelings. <laughs> no. Um, my God. And then part two starts with Claire and Allie dressed like saloon girls. And they're like, like, we're already at Wild Wild West night. And Drew shows up in his, like, sheriff outfit. And, and Claire's, then, like, talking about talking to Allie about how she's not sad about the breakup. 
And then right. she like tells Drew that she and Eli broke up. She has not told either of them that it was over a voicemail, nope. which Eli did not confirm receipt of. <laughs> True. Well, which, no, he does. He's like, this is why you broke up with me or something. Well, no, no, no. But. At this point in time, she, he true. has not confirmed. At this point, we do not know whether Eli has gotten this voicemail. And as a person who literally, I just opened my voicemail because I have a missed call. And I was like, I don't know this number. I wonder if they left me a voicemail. I realized that I have not personally checked my voicemail <laughs> until since November. <laughs> so I'm like, if someone broke up with me over a voicemail, I would think that I was still dating them for like three or four months. <laughs> Good to know that I probably just should not leave you voicemails. Don't leave me voicemails. <laughs> well, the thing is, I, I have I don't know if I have it set up or if it's just set up that way, whatever. I don't get notifications when I get a voicemail because gotcha. I don't like the little icons. Yeah. They stress me out and I never <laughs> want to listen to voicemails. So I check them when I remember, which is once every three or four months. Yeah. Don't leave me a voicemail. I will not remember and I, I will not I hear it. I actually have left you a voicemail. Maybe I have once. I just saw like a three minute voicemail from my mom, but it was oh, literally no. from a month ago. And I was like, I'm sure we've covered whatever it is. <laughs> Don't even need to listen to it. I deleted everything except for the voicemail that I just got. I was like, I'm sure we've covered all of these things. Um, But then and then e- Allie sees what's going on. And Allie's they like Claire and Drew are like, oh, we need to go get something from the whatever back room or something and Allie's like I'll go with you Allie's like trying hardcore to third wheel them because she's like none of this is a good idea pretty much and they're like we got it bye and she also makes a good point of you need two people to carry a scarecrow and they're right. like it's a very big scarecrow <laughs> reader it is not a very big scarecrow I don't even remember this if we found the scarecrow we did it was not big Drew, <laughs> Drew could have managed it on his own Claire could have managed it on her own unsurprised nope um, and then we're with Zoe, who's meeting with the director about, or no, Zoe gets her script and then she's like reads the whole thing and it turns out her character like kills herself in the end. And Zoe is not cool with playing the victim and Frankie convinces her to talk to the director about it. Frankie has, much like Claire has unrealistic ideas about dating someone who has left for college, Frankie has unrealistic ideas of what you can do as an actor in a movie. <laughs> True. Um, You're the star. She begged for this role. She is replaceable. <laughs> she has no power. Um, and then Maya finally tells Zig that they should just be friends. And he's like, we're not friends or something. I don't really remember what happens, but it's dramatic. That's the gist. And then. Why is the prop closet giant? <laughs> it's humongous. Why is it so big? It's. It's like a storeroom. This is not a theater it's school. Like, I know that they have like. <laughs> it's the prop room for the show. It definitely is. The prop room for it the school. It definitely is. Like if this was a theater school, a prop room this size might make sense. This is a regular public school that just happens to have needlessly elaborate plays. Yeah. And they're like, Claire and Drew are walking around and Claire's very nervous. They should not be able to now. wander around in a prop closet. <laughs> It's there's like so much like 
dancing around it and like, oh, are they going to kiss now? Are they going to kiss now? And then they finally kiss and I'm, it's just so weird. It's, it's weird. It's so weird. I just don't care. Like, I'm like, I don't care and I'm a little bit squicked out and I just like, I'm not here for it. Worked it worked better when they, when it was just build up. When it was just tension. When I it was, was just like. tension, it was fine. But when yeah. you broke the tension, I was like, oh no, you Yeah. Weird. Like when it was just tension, I, it wasn't like I was stoked or on board, but I was, but like, I was like, I get it. Fine. Yeah. Like I can stomach this. Yeah. Now I'm like, everything about this is wrong. But it's mostly just because all of the shots of Drew are like shown through Claire's perspective and like longing after him. And I'm like, I can relate to that. He's a pretty person. He's very beautiful. He's very stupid, but very beautiful. Very beautiful. Yeah. And, but then when they finally kiss, I'm like, oh no, this doesn't work. (laughs) This doesn't work. Nope. Hate it. It's so weird. Um, and then we're back with the director who wants the character to kill herself with a sharpened pencil. Yeah. Which like on on that alone, let's just write off this director as being trash. <laughs> like And then Zoe's like, I don't wanna be a victim. Like, maybe she can escape. And he's like, Okay, you've given me an idea. Let's like or let's make her happy let's about make killing her herself. Empowered while killing herself instead of sad. And Zoe's not on board. Nope. I my note on this is Zoe was being real on Zoe was being unrealistic, but I hate this guy. Yep. Um, but then. Oh, and also this guy then says, I know you went through a thing. Oh, God. Which made I like. I wanted to punch through my screen. I was so pissed. Yeah. I, this whole thing is just like, let's let's just not do this anymore, please. Um, but then we're back at the dance and Dallas and Allie are confiscating toy guns at the door and then but then we find out that like Eli got there and Dallas told him that he could find Claire in the prop room I'm like uh oh which we all saw this coming yeah (laughs) um and then we're with Maya who's super worried about Zig because he like ran off and she doesn't know where he went and she's very triggered by it and she says the saddest thing she says the last time Someone ran off on me. They didn't come back or something yeah, like that. Yeah, it, it was the uh, last ugh. time someone in my life disappeared. They never came back. Yeah, and I was, was like, oh, so my. sad. Every and time Maya does something like irrational and she's like overcompensating for other people's feelings and I get mad at her, then she says something like that. And I'm like, oh, oh right, right. You have trauma. Yeah. Got it. This is why she's like hyper over protective and butts in and like just wants to know what's going on with everybody because yeah. that is very fair i get it yep but miles does the good guy thing and goes off to look for zig yeah um and I then feel like we, we we give a lot of hate to miles who really doesn't do a ton to deserve it yeah i, I but it's like when he's a little shit he's, he's just a little shit he's just the thing he is a little shit and but he's smarmy he's, as hell yeah but it's because he's spoiled he's and he is get and he's a child and he's getting better <laughs> yeah, and i feel true. like we're not giving him any credit <laughs> and as much as i'm like miles whatever i i, I also want to like i want to give him his due and be like miles is not the worst i think you hate miles more than i do he's just oh, he's, he's so entitled I mean, he is, and he's just, he's just, like, annoying. I think I just, I hate, I don't hate Miles anymore. I hate, I hate, I hate yeah. Miles for Maya. Yeah, they don't work. They don't work. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. I don't hate Miles. I just don't like them together. Yeah, they're gross together. It doesn't. 
It doesn't work. Um, and it has been proven time and time again that it does not work. Um, and then ugh, we're in the prop room and Drew and Claire are like macking and it's disgusting. Did they have sex? Is that implied? I, I did not get that at all. Why? I don't know. They were saying some stuff and I was like, did they fuck? I don't think so. They I don't made know. a bigger deal about that. I don't know that they would have. I do not think that they did. I mean, maybe I wasn't looking close enough, but I don't, I do not can think someone, that that happened. Can you guys tweet at us and tell me if you think that they fucked? Because that would, I. What did they say? I don't remember. <laughs> I, my note is, did they have sex? Question <laughs> mark. And I vaguely remember being like, did they fuck? I just wrote, oh God, the Claire Drew thing is so weird. And then Eli comes in and like sees them making out. Um. Yeah, I wrote, oh, Eli is arriving dramatically. Yeah. And As is his way. Then he's like, "So this is why you broke up with me over my voicemail or something?" And I'm like, "Yeah, not a good look, Claire." Yep. And then Drew was like, "I didn't know that's how that happened. I think I should leave." And I'm like, "Probably." And then oh, I have a I have a just general question: How does Eli afford all these spontaneous flights? <laughs> I have no idea. Because this is like the third or fourth spontaneous flight. Where is he getting all this I don't money know, does from? Bullfrog like make lots of money on the radio. I feel like Probably he doesn't. <laughs> I don't think Bullfrog makes a lot of money. I don't remember what Bullfrog's wife does. Did we ever know? No, but she dressed like an '80s rock video all grown up, which was fun. True. No idea. Maybe he drove. <laughs> Maybe he drove eight and a half hours. Um. Oh, my God. Do you think he brought the hearse to New York? Because no, he totaled that shit. Oh, right. <laughs> I keep for- so, But he, then he doesn't have another car. Does he not? Did he ever get another car? I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. I, I don't know. I Maybe just, there's a train. I just want to know. Oh, even that's expensive, though. That's true. Trains are more expensive than you think they're going to yeah, be. Yeah, that's very true. They're, like, almost flight expensive. I have no idea. Um, It's not explained. But then we're, we find out that Zoe left the movie because it was triggering and she and wanted the right call. Yeah. And now Zoe's mom is at the... I wrote fair because I got sick of writing <laughs> Wild Wild West and I was like, future Kelsey will figure but this but out. Before Tristan is like, oh, you're so brave. I'm so like proud of you, basically. But yeah, but then her mom shows up to the dance and Zoe's like, fuck, gotta hide. Um, and then we're, they like go hide backstage and then Maya's like spiraling and freaking out and she has to like perform, but she wants to figure out where Zig is. So she makes Zoe cover for her on stage. Yeah. And they have a fun little exchange. I'm not going to do it right. And I don't know why it was funny to me in the moment, but, (laughs) but she just the way she like Maya's like in the middle of spiraling and she just pauses and goes, why is Zoe here? And Zoe goes, oh, long story. (laughs) And I just like enjoyed it. I don't know. I like them as like kind of friends, kind of frenemies. Yeah. It's a fun dynamic. And I love Tristan and Zoe as friends too. Yes. Um, but then we've really turned around on Zoe. Yeah. And then Miles finds Zig and Tiny in the greenhouse. And then and Miles is like, hey, Maya's worried about you. Like, we, you should, like, tell her where you are. Also, I thought the whole... Them being in the greenhouse, greenhouse thing was, was very dark? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't... Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I was like, that's that's a choice. Maybe it's his metaphor. And it, like, I, I don't know. It's I like, don't know. I don't know. I, it made me uncomfortable. I just Especially because... Like 
wait, no, it wasn't him. But I don't know. Just because of all of the history there, it bums me out. Yep. Um, but then, but then they like get into a fight, and Zig says something about like, "You enjoying my sloppy seconds?" Which or something, I which fucking I hated. hated. Which first of all hated. Gross. Second of all, inaccurate. I mean, not really. Well, they they didn't like hook up or anything. They definitely kissed. They kissed. They had a thing. They kissed kind of once. In I feel ninth like, grade, though. I feel like sloppy seconds implies. I'm. I was about to say something very disgusting, and I'm not gonna. In ninth grade. All right, I'm gonna say. Grade, I feel like sloppy seconds implies fluid exchange. Yeah, I know what you meant. You didn't have to say it. Well, but. <laughs> I needed to say it. I. I don't. I, I understand the mentality, but when you're like a freshman or a sophomore in high school, I think that just like kind of having a thing and maybe kissing once would like that counts as more of like an established thing than it does when you're like even in college. I guess. I will stand by that statement. I that guess. Everything is I'm a just... bigger deal when you're in high school. Oh, well, that's for sure. But I'm just like trying to imagine like remember myself like in I mean don't get me wrong I was like very emotional but like I feel like if I like kissed a guy one time and we kind of flirted I I wouldn't be like sloppy seconds like that it wasn't just that though because they had like their whole weird thing yeah Maya definitely liked him for a long time even when he was dating Tori yeah I remember kissed I think they kissed a couple times I don't remember they definitely kissed and it was a whole thing and I feel like they had a whole deal where they're like, I like you. Oh, I like you too. And then eventually Amaya was like, no, I can't do this. And like went back with Cam. But it was definitely like kind of a thing. That, yeah. Okay. All right. So You've won me over. You've <laughs> turned me. I just still think it's extremely gross. It's still a disgusting thing to say about somebody. But I think that they definitely had also, an established situation before Miles came into the picture. Well, that is definitely true. Especially because Zig was like, I will wait for you and everything. Yeah. Oh, no. No, that I agree with. I don't know. Also, I just, the implication of a human as property is a real bummer. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Um, and then they start and then they fucking fight. fighting. And Tiny immediately says, oh, man, this is going down, which <laughs> made me, like, cackle in the moment. <laughs> And then Miles loses bad because, yes, duh. Obviously. Have you seen him? Um, And then then we're back with Claire and Eli. And, and they're like, Eli is like, you're really going to end our epic romance like, over so are voicemail? You, are you over me? Truly end our epic romance over voicemail over me? I'm like, oh, Eli. Oh, Eli. And then Claire is like, you want that? They're both so dramatic. So dramatic. It's like, I wouldn't expect anything less. No. Also, can we stop calling this an epic romance? Like, it's anything but, like, a kind of shitty high school relationship <laughs> with people who are too emotionally so invested in broken humans. Uh, and it's just so dramatic. And it's like, we need to end it. It's time. Blah. I don't remember all of it, but they, like, finally are, like, we need to be over. And and Claire's like, and the Drew thing is like not because of it's this. Drew mistake. has been like a consistent like 
source he's of been comfort. My rock. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. And, and then was- Eli's crying and he's so sad and beautiful. That's where I wrote that note. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, I don't want our story to end this way, which like you gotta you gotta stop thinking of it like that, like man. A story, yeah. Life I, is not a narrative. <laughs> when you start making like your relationships like a fictional narrative is when you things are just gonna disappoint to you. Those expectations. Exactly. Yeah. Um but then Zoe's like performing on stage and her mom does not look happy. Um also she's a good singer, man. Dallas is wearing suspenders. Drew is oh so then like meanwhile are at the dance and Drew is worried that Claire isn't over Eli and Dallas is not helping he's like maybe you're like Claire Zoe maybe you're the rebound and Drew's like what well I mean kind of he's hot and dumb yeah although Zoe's not dumb we've learned no No. Zoe is way too smart to date Drew oh yes she's just misguided yeah um and then. Zoe is telling her mom that she couldn't do the role and she's standing up to her and she's like, I'm tired of being used by people, by Brett, by Luke, and by you. And then her mom like reluctantly is like, I'll call around to make sure this doesn't like ruin your reputation or something and like yeah. kind of accepts the situation, but it's still like, shitty about it. Well, yeah, her mom's a con. And but- doesn't acknowledge the fact that her daughter just called her out for using her. Yeah. But because she's gonna she, like Zoe's being so mature in yeah. this moment. I'm really proud of her. Me too. Oh, and also we have Winston's cowboy outfit. And then I write, uh-oh, Chekhov's gun. Because yeah, they, they Winston- showed the guns at the beginning. And then Winston brings out a gun and I go, oh, no, the thing is going to happen. And so Chekhov's Winston gun. Wasn't, didn't go into the dance because they wanted to confiscate his replica gun. And he's like, I don't want to do that, so I'm staying outside. Which is hilarious. I love Winston. <laughs> and then Miles He's such a doof. grabs the gun and is like, and then he goes over to threaten Zig with a fake gun, which is a horrible idea. A and Winston's idea. like, don't do that. That's a bad idea. It's a bad idea for so and many it's reasons. Horrifying. It's it's uh, it's just a terrible idea for so like unlimited reasons. And then Maya comes along as Miles is pointing the fake gun at Zig, and she's flipping out, obviously. And then he's like, "Oh, it's just a replica, whatever." And Tiny is pissed, and he's like, "You held my man up with a what did I say? I think a fake gun, with a toy gun, toy gun with a toy or something." Something I couldn't I couldn't read my last word. I'm like, try toy. And Maya's pissed at Miles. And, she's and Tristan's like, wearing a bolo tie. And she's like, this is why I cannot be with you. I can't be with a guy who scares me. Not again. And then Tristan, like, puts her his arm around her and, like, walks her away. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, if he scares you, don't do it. Truly. But you've been through enough. Seriously. Um, And then Claire... Uh, what happened? Oh, yeah. Claire comes in and, like, holds Drew's hand. And he's like, no, no, this is a bad idea. I don't want to be a rebound. And then he says, I'm going to walk off into the sunset now. If we get together now, I'll never be anything more than your rebound. And I deserve more than that. (laughs) I mean, sure. I was like, what? I just just can't give a shit about this. It's just so weird that I'm like, okay, bye. (laughs) Like, good. Walk off into the fucking sunset, cowboy. Get out of here. I have a feeling this is not going away, though. God damn it. Can it just be over? I don't think it is. It's I feel stupid. like this is meant to be like some kind of cliffhanger because I think there must have been some kind of demand for this from the fans where 
the will they won't they situation is going to start now gross and it's like we got a little taste of it and now it's like oh no a complication and then it's gonna go back to like they're gonna be yearning and it's gonna be now claire is gonna be the one who like wants to be with drew and he's gonna be the one saying no and it's gonna be like a whole fucking thing people who watched this in real time was anyone on board I feel like someone emailed us and said something about how this happened because they were the two most popular characters on the show. Yeah. But I don't But, but I don't know people if anyone like actually wanted them to be together. Yeah, because they're weird. It's weird. It's weird. It doesn't make any sense. No. Um, There's no... Also, they have no chemistry. Like, they're good actors, so they're... Or they're fine actors, yeah. so they're doing their best, and they're making it kind of work. Yeah. But... And I think, I'm not believing and it. And I think there's definitely something to be said about the, like, in the last episode when Cl- when Claire's like, I didn't think I was your type or whatever. And he's like, who says who my type is? I say who my type is. I like you. Or, like, I like what I like. And it's like the, oh, he likes the nerdy girl. He likes the not conventionally, like, hot Bianca girl. He, he, he likes the Velma. He likes the Bella Swan. Like, whatever yeah so i think there's that's also like a something like a manipulation tactic also at work where it's like the girls like the teens at home are like oh my god if he likes claire then maybe he'll like me which is definitely something that people do on tv shows all the fucking time yes or what like boy bands do in their lyrics when they're like you're so beautiful and you don't even know it but i know you're beautiful you you girl yeah well that's uh bo burnham has a really great song for that (laughs) oh yeah 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 yeah. and and he's like he's like you have brown hair or blonde hair or red hair or green eyes or blue eyes or brown eyes i love them i love your eyes that you have in your face like that kind of thing exactly but that's like yeah no the same vein yeah so i'm i'm sure that's part of it but i don't know um, but then we're with Maya and Zig. Are they at home again? I don't remember. Yeah, and Maya's blaming herself for everything that happened. And Zig's like, yeah, it's your fault, but like in a joking way. Yeah. And he I'm still like, wants to be friends. Yeah. He's getting over himself. Yeah. So happy And ending? I still ship it, even though Zig was not held accountable for any of the No, Zig should have been held accountable. He beat that Look at kid the shit out of Miles. Yeah, and Miles was not trying to be a dick. No, Miles was trying to like Zig was a drunk help. asshole. Yeah. Um also, I don't think we've talked about this yet, but the ending theme song of these shows now is awful. Terrible. It's the worst. It's like My- whenever it's, ha- it's like this guy with this like whiny warbly voice i keep forgetting <laughs> i know i keep forgetting too but every time like the credits come on i'm like oh no i'm like i'm like exit out before he starts exit before he starts it's so bad my friend that i watch this with sometimes it just just every time gets him it's just <laughs> it just starts like cracking he's so like bad. what is happening i'm like i don't know it's awful it's bad um, but that's the end of the episode. We did it. Um, Spirit Squad Captain. Tristan for being yeah. a great friend to both Zoe and Maya in times of need. Not yeah. really. Well, not, not so much the Zoe. Of Zoe. But at the end of Zoe. I'm going to say Zoe for yeah, that's true, coming Zoe. through and like maturing and 
knowing I, where her limits are and like yeah. when to take herself out of a triggering situation yeah. that's not good for her mental health. I mean, I still think that she should probably go to therapy, but honestly, oh, yeah. based on the end of this episode and the way that she's handling the situation, I think Doing she's okay. going to be fine. Yeah. Um, ship. We still shipping. Elaine, Elaine, Claire. No. <laughs> um, fucking. Zig and Maya? Because <laughs> we're terrible? Yeah, Zig and Maya, because we're terrible. Not fucking Drew and Claire. I think we've said enough about how much we hate that. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Grapevine. Um, I just wanted to give credit to Maddie Perron. Perron. Um, first of all, we miss you. We haven't heard from you in a long time. Um, and they're the one who told us that Drew and Claire don't make sense because the writers are forcing this romance because they were the two most popular characters at the time. Thank you, Maddie. Thank you, Maddie. Um, and then we also have an email from Laura Ann. And the subject is about Maya and Zig. Also, I get Matthew Willard. <laughs> Thank you. Um, hey, guys. I hope you're both doing well. I just wanted to share my thoughts on Maya telling Miss Grell about Zig. I definitely felt a little off about it when I first watched it. And I think after rewatching her run on the show, I've realized this is pretty par for the course. Maya has this thing, and it pops up a lot as she keeps running into drama where she aggressively needs to help. I can kind of see it with Cam, even though she didn't know what was going on and tried to make him happy. It shows up with Zig and other characters, but she kind of pushes the boundaries when she's trying to help. She's very intense, and she's and she kind of has to fix things for people, sometimes to her detriment. It kind of manifests later on, but she does get a little neurotic and in your face when it comes to the people she cares about. She always means well, though. Maya's such an interesting one. She's one of those characters that I'm always back and forth on. I can't decide if I like her or not, but what are your thoughts? Side note, Matthew Willard. I feel you, Kelsey. No further comment. I hope you're enjoying this season. It's a ride, that's for sure. Hope you have a good week, Laura. Thanks, Thanks. Laura. I think we kind of did talk about it this episode, actually. Yeah. That email was timed very nicely. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm kind of enjoying season 13. Yeah. It's like, it's weird. Know. It's weird. We we complain a lot because this is our nature and also like <laughs> kind of the nature of the show. Yeah, um, basically. But I don't hate it. Also, I just want to announce to the world that I just watched Han's smaller cat lick the larger cat on the face and then run down the stairs. <laughs> and that was very cute. Um, great. Yeah. <laughs> but that is all the grapevine that we have for you guys today. If you'd like to be featured on a future grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We're on Instagram at DegrassiPod. Um, you can email us at whateverittakespodcast at gmail.com. And if you want, and you can listen to us pretty much anywhere. Um, but if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a Degrassi-inspired fan fiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Kelsucks with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend? Um, um, I recommend the K-pop band Stray Kids. I am literally planning how to try to get tickets to see them right now. Um, so listen to them. They're cool. <laughs> um, I started listening to a podcast uh, it's called Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard, and it is a fun time. He's, you know, he's Dax Shepard. Uh, he's <laughs> Dax Shepard, and he interviews famous people. Um, his first episode is a little cringy because he is fighting with his uh, person that he's interviewing, his wife, Kristen Bell, for almost the whole thing. <laughs> they are fighting. Um, 
fun. And also, it takes him about five episodes at least to stop talking over people, which is a thing that he admits later. Yeah. He's like, he's like, I didn't realize I talk over people. And if I talk over people on the podcast, it means I talk over people in real life. He's smarter <laughs> than you expect him to be. Yeah. It's a good show. I like it. Cool. Um, all right. Well, that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.